This is Law of Attraction Explored. I'm Tim Grimes. If you're liking the show and getting something out of it, please share it with people who you think might be interested. The stuff we're talking about is unique, and I know that it is the kind of advice and information that a lot of people are looking for who are interested in the Law of Attraction, but just are unable to find. So if you think you know people who might be interested, or if you want to post this on social media, it's greatly appreciated, and it will help spread the word about this show and this wonderful information. If you'd like to contact me personally, you can visit RadicalCounselor.com or email me at info at RadicalCounselor.com. Enjoy the episode. Last episode, we talked about the law of reversed effort, and this is just as quintessential or essential point that we're going to be talking about today. And it's this. You've heard me talk about this before. I'm just going to be looking at it in a slightly different way today. This is from Self-Mastery Through Conscious Auto-Suggestion. And this is near the end of the book uh, where Emile Dion wrote an essay called All for Everyone, which was quoting Kuwe and some of the questions that people were asking him. And Kuwe says, It is true that our imagination always overrules our will when the latter is in conflict with the former. But we can lead the imagination into the right path, as is indicated by our reason, by consciously employing the mechanical process which now we so often employ unconsciously to lead us the wrong way. So, again, this is like almost all of the law of attraction summed up in a paragraph. Again, Kuwe says, whether we wish to believe it or not, it is true that our imagination always overrules our will when the latter is in conflict with the former. This is the law of reversed effort that we were discussing in the last episode. And Kuwe says, but we can lead the imagination into the right path as indicated by our reason by consciously employing the mechanical process which now we so often employ unconsciously to lead us the wrong way. In other words, we allow our imagination to control us. And what Kuwe is saying is that we can quote-unquote, domesticate our wild and unruly imagination and make it work for us. We can make it so that it works with our conscious reasoning skills, with our willpower, align it with our will and with what we want rationally and consciously to become better people on a practical level. And I'll be the first to tell you, I talk about this some in The Law of Attraction Simplified, when I first got into the law of attraction, before I knew about Kuwait, I found Neville before Kuwait, and I found, you know, more spiritual sounding law of attraction teachers before I discovered Kuwait. When I first got into the law of attraction, what appealed to me about it was that it did not seem overly rational. It seemed much more emotionally based and much more about, quote unquote, not thinking or not overthinking, which if you know my work at all, you know, is really what I'm mainly about is not overthinking. But as I started practicing these principles and did my best to relax and feel more of what I want into my life, I realized that I lacked a lot of the rational skills I wish to possess in order to feel better. In other words, I was unclear a lot of the times about what I rationally wanted because my conscious thoughts overwhelmed me so easily. So I was always just trying to get rid of those conscious thoughts. I was always trying to be less serious or be playful or do something to eliminate the overthinking. 
it didn't occur to me consistently at least that I could become simply more friendly with this overthinking and that my overthinking was telling me something and that the overthinking really could just be normal thinking, rational thinking that I appreciated and used well if it didn't constantly overwhelm me. You see, my conscious thinking, my willpower was not aligned with my imagination usually when I was just living my day-to-day life and not doing exercises to eliminate stress. But there were a, a lot of times, at least I shouldn't say usually, but at least there were a lot of times where I was going about my day and doing very mundane things like washing the dishes or paying bills or talking to people that I didn't necessarily th- feel like talking to, where my conscious thinking and my willpower was just not at all aligned with my imagination. My imagination was running riot over these things. And so gradually through utilizing a lot of these law of attraction principles as well as some of the other spiritual principles that we've touched upon, and by in large part finding Kuwait's advice and later Maxwell Maltz's advice, I realized that I really had to work at looking at my rational thinking and why so often my rational thinking and overthinking would just go haywire. And I knew that there there had to be a reason why I was doing this. It just seemed ridiculous that I would get anxious or feel uh, out of place or out of sorts so easily a lot of the time when I knew that it was all basically BS, you know, because I knew about ways to eliminate overthinking. But what I didn't know about is how to deal with my thoughts, my conscious, rational thoughts better. And quite frankly, you know, I'd already done a lot of self-development, self-improvement stuff, including the work of Byron Katie, which I found hugely helpful, but only up to a point when it came to the subjects we're talking about now. I found the information that Kuei shares and that Maxwell Mall shares, quite honestly, even more effective than the work of Byron Katie, even though I love Byron Katie's advice. And at the same time, it can just seem almost preposterous what Kuei is saying. And Kuei, you know, he openly admits this. This is, again, why he says, test it out. Kuei says, you can control your imagination. And, you know, when I first heard that phrase, I, I don't know if it was through Neville or through someone else, you know, you get excited about it, and then you just, the more you get into it, you're like, this is just impossible. How am I supposed to control my imagination? Again, Kuei describes it as a wild horse which seems like an apt description for most of us, we so easily fall into overthinking, into self-sabotaging, self-destructive thinking patterns, which then, you know, we do our best to deal with in whatever way we know possible. Up until a few years ago, I would say, the, the best way I knew possible was just to clear it out by being less serious, stop being serious, which is what, again, I often talk about. And it's really only probably in like the last three or four, five years where I've really gotten more comfortable just looking at my thinking and working with it so I align with it. It's not only that I'm okay with my overthinking or my thinking in general, it's more that like I'm able to appreciate it. And because of that, I do not deal with anxious overthinking as much. And the longer I get into these principles, the longer I practice these principles that Kuei expounds so beautifully, the more I do think it is possible on a practical level 
pragmatic level to control and direct our imagination. And there's so many different ways of doing that. And that's, again, what we're discussing in this show a lot. And the reason I always come back to Kuwait is because he brings it down to earth just better than anybody. And he also makes it seem more possible than anybody I know. In this essay that Emile Leon wrote, All for Everyone, after Kuwait says, we can lead the imagination into the right path, as indicated by our reason, by consciously employing the mechanical process, which now we so often employ unconsciously to lead us the wrong way. A thoughtful listener said, Yes, it is true. Conscious auto-suggestion has in it the power to free us from obstacles created by ourselves, which act like a veil placed between God and ourselves, as a rag suspended over a window prevents the sun from shining into a room. That's a heck of an observation that that listener to Kuwait made. Again, an obstacle created by ourself, which acts like a veil placed between God and ourself. It's like a rag suspended over a window, which prevents the sun from shining into a room. That's a pretty great description of how our imagination often works against us. And what Kuwait is saying is you can make it work for you. He specifically is advocating autosuggestion. As we've gone over, autosuggestion works well, but it is just one approach of many. But any technique or approach that you can use that makes you feel aligned with your imagination, that makes you feel like you have control over your imagination, or at least some degree of control, is very powerful. And as you work with this information and go through different processes and different approaches over the course of months and years, I think you'll get more and more confident realizing that your imagination not only is your great friend, but that you can truly utilize it in an effective way that works for you. It is not as easy or as simple as great teachers like Neville often make it sound like it might be. It's much more multifaceted and hard to describe than virtually any law of attraction teacher says. But you can freaking do it. And this is really what it comes down to on a deep practical level. And it's something that we really should just appreciate and work with and be patient with ourselves about. Because if we realize this principle that instead of having our imagination control us a lot of the time, that we can control our imagination. If we realize this principle and actually begin to actualize it in our life, things are going to change for the better, not just for us, but for everybody else. So I hope this was helpful. Thank you.